Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Welcome back to another episode of Piper Court and the Piper Court podcast. On a day like today on Piper Court with rain and showers lingering in the air, occasional downpours, and downpours that were pretty uh, unexpected. Downpours that you couldn't rely on. Downpours that would make their presence known without the help or the availability of an app on a phone. (laughs) But as kids on Piper Court, we didn't care. You know, we just uh, splashed around in the puddles and um, walked around in our bare feet. We didn't care if we got wet. We didn't care if more rain came because we knew eventually the rain would stop. And that the rain had been falling long before we were there and the rain would continue to fall off and on long after we were gone. But we continued to enjoy it. We lived in the moment. I thought a lot about living in the moment when we went on our trip to Tennessee a couple of days ago. We had a family member uh, pass away, um, and it was a family member that uh, was both um, a relative and a friend, and without going into all of the minute details... Uh, Basically, it was uh, the mother of my wife's son's ex-wife. And I know that sounds strange, but um, sometimes divorce and separation automatically puts a blockade on any future communication and relationship. And once that divorce occurs, then that particular chapter of life is shut down. Unless, of course, there are children involved. But that was never the case with this side of our family. And uh, Kathy Abbott was uh, a wonderful uh, person, a wonderful human being, a very loving person, and really via the social media platforms that are at our disposal, uh, a person who uh, I personally got to be reacquainted with over the years, uh, whereas I may never have been able to be reacquainted with her. And... She was living in Tennessee, which is where she was originally from, and she was living uh, with her son, Eddie, and uh, Lona, uh, Eddie's sister, who was married to my wife's uh, oldest son, uh, was living in North Carolina. So uh, when Kathy became ill with cancer, uh, that struggle was um, was off and on for the first couple of years, but over the last year became much more intense. And she succumbed to that disease several weeks ago. And it was uh, Eddie's 
uh, wish to have a memorial service. So we felt it was really appropriate for us to uh, drive down and uh, be a part of that. It's hard to put yourself in the place of someone who is experiencing extreme loss. Even if you, too, have experienced extreme loss in your life. I've yet to experience the extreme loss of losing a parent because both of my parents are still living. And this August will both be 90. But I have experienced the loss of grandparents as well as the loss of friends. But I think at every level of the relationship spectrum, that degree of loss takes on a certain shade of coloring. And unless you have experienced that, you truly don't know the depth of that loss. But during an almost 10-hour ride down there on Friday due to storms and traffic, and an almost nine-hour ride back the next day, I had a lot of time in the car to think, even though Donna was sitting next to me. And I, I thought about essentially three things that seemed to captivate us, seemed to captivate me. And in that span of several hours of being with other people who uh, loved and admired Kathy Abbott, how all of those things evaporated. And I thought about something like money and how wrapped up I am about it. Not necessarily, necessarily the pursuit of it, but the nervousness of not having enough of it. And the embarrassment, really, of not having had prepared earlier in life to be set up with more of it. And I thought during this drive about how consumed our lives are about it, that it basically immerses itself in every facet of who or what we are and what we do virtually every day of our lives. And it's really a sad statement that that's a fundamental truism. Just being in that car, knowing that I had to pay money for that rental car. And I was thankful that I had unlimited mileage. And that eventually I was going to have to pull over and get gas and spend money. And that I was hopefully not too many more hours out so that I could finally put the car in park and go inside uh, the room of the hotel that we had to spend money to procure. And did I pay the bills before I left so that I didn't have extra money worries when I got back? It's almost as if 
our lives are consumed by it. But in those several hours of honoring Kathy Abbott's life, no one mentioned a word about it. And I thought about stress, and I thought about how how involved stress is in my life. This week, Donna went on a week-long art retreat, and I stressed about the car being in tip-top shape for her and her friends to drive down because she was driving. And I stressed about her being able to find her way. And I, <laughs> I stressed about what I thought was a mouse in our garage. And I have an extreme fear of rodents uh, have ever since I was a kid and worrying about whether it was going to get into the house, stressing about it. I'm stressing about an impending storm coming as I, I don't like storms because storms mean perhaps power outages and my work depends on electricity and it depends on the internet. And amongst all of those stressors, in those several hours of celebrating Kathy Abbott's life, nobody talked about stress. Nobody worried about stress. I mean, surely there was the stress of dealing with the aftermath of losing a loved one. But people sharing stories about her life, no one mentioned anything about stress. And during that drive, I thought a lot about regret. Because you have lots of time out there on the interstate in the middle of central Kentucky with nothing really around you before you get to Lexington or you're on 71 north of Cincinnati before you get to Columbus and it's just flat. There's plenty of time to think about what you could have done, what you should have done. Had you been in a better position, what you would have done. Was it better to travel around and seek not so much fame and fortune, but opportunity and not stay at home like my brothers and sisters? Do I have regrets over that? Am I better off to have done that or would I have been better off following their path? that I have regrets about not having children, that out of the seven kids in our family, I'm the only one to not have children. And knowing that even being an uncle, it's not really the same thing. And in my heart of hearts, wondering what kind of father I would have been and if I had a child, would my child have been born without any defects? And if so, would I have been able to handle that? 
how would that have formed me as a person? And then I have some regret of not having been a father. But during those several hours of celebrating Kathy Abbott's life, I didn't sense a lot of regret. I really only sensed appreciation. And so again, I think death teaches us about life. And it's a shame that uh, those kinds of, eh, for want of a better word, lessons can sometimes be learned through another person passing on. And yet it's true. And of course, during a grieving process, there's a number of those things that come up and are rolled into one. There's, there may be regrets about not having spent enough time with a loved one. And certainly all of the stress of worrying about someone coming through on the other side of battling a terrible disease and maybe not, and not making it. There's undeniable stress there. And of course, anybody who goes through any kind of disease or recovery in the modern medical age, there's going to be a financial burden and there's going to be a financial burden after that person is gone. So all of those three things may be rolled up into a ball and will have to be dealt with certainly beforehand and most certainly afterwards. But on that warm, sunny, humid day in a very, very small town in north central Tennessee with a very casual, gentle breeze intermittently breaking up the humidity. Nobody was really worrying about those things. They were really only celebrating a life in death. Hopefully you've had a chance uh, to subscribe to the Piper Court podcast and hopefully your affable host will be more regular in contributing installments to the Piper Court podcast. Hope you've had a great week and I'm sure we'll talk soon.